yeah, while we're talking about scripture, let's talk about some stuff. So uh, you were telling me earlier, uh, it crossed your mind because you heard some people talking about John 8, verse 32, which is uh, the scripture that tells us, you know, um, truth. What is it? The truth. What's it? What is it? I know there's something up. before that. Like, how, how are we not are we blanking on this? Like, <laughs> um, you should know the truth and the truth shall set you free or something like that is, is the passage. Uh, on eight thirty two. If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Mm-hmm. It's verse thirty one, mm-hmm. and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That, um, and you said you generally hear that in some other context where they're misapplying it. So here's my thought behind this: We see here, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But the truth in this context is is jesus it's a person right because we see another in uh was john uh 14 6 uh jesus Mm -hmm. says i am the the way the truth and the life right nobody sees the father except through me so so as a i you hear you hear this phrase even in the secular world you hear this phrase uh the truth will set you free Mm mm-hmm I don't necessarily think as a prince, as a general principle, I wouldn't necessarily say that's fully wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but that isn't what this verse is saying. Right. This verse is actually pointing you to the person of Jesus Christ. Right. So it's just, uh, uh, it's, it's just one of those things that, again, it, it, it's weird because it's not fully wrong when you mm-hmm. use it. Uh, you know, when somebody going through a situation, that has nothing to do with, with, well, it's weird to say it has nothing to do with God, but, uh, uh, I know what you mean. Not, uh, yeah. not spiritual necessarily in nature yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, some, somebody is lying to a, uh, a friend or something and, mm-hmm. and it, it's a really bad lie. And, and the friend just, just wants to know the truth. Right. And the person that's doing the lying, you know, they have this burden on them they're carrying because they know they're lying. Mm-hmm. Well, in that sense, yeah, if the truth just came out, it's going to hurt and stuff, but the truth will set that person free of the burden they're carrying, and it will set the person free who's listening of, all right, now I at least know. I know the truth. So, yes, the general principle of the truth will set you free. It still stands, but when you're using the Bible verse, that's not – it's talking about Jesus. It's, It's a it's talking about Jesus, uh, I believe in a, in a salvific sense. Right. So right. it's like the point of that passage is about salvation from eternal damnation, right. Mm-hmm. Um, setting you free from that. And I think the problem actually, as you're talking, it kind of comes to mind is less, well, misapplying is part of the problem, but like, I would even say like it's over applying sometimes scripture, right? So like thinking that the truth will set you free. Oh, well, if I know two plus two equals four, that's true. Okay, but how's that setting me free? Like, it's it's not. (laughs) I might still fill that quiz that I get that one right on. Like, so it's like over applying scripture as if it's like everything's a promise, which then takes you to like Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm. And you're like, oh, you know, God has a plan for my life and it's going to be good and a hope in the future. Like, uh, that had a very specific context, right, in which he was speaking to the people of Israel um you know about like hey yeah you're 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 in exile or about to be in exile 
and you know that's, that's your judgment for 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 uh you know your idolatry and for your uh, adulterous behavior um you know but there's a future for you specifically these this people this nation for you to be in your promised land like it was very specific it's not talking about you and uh, you know every believer thereafter is going to have this particular promise it was you know context matters right so it's like over applying scripture sometimes now however in both of those cases like you said there is practical truth to it even spiritual truth logic is obviously the most important thing so for jeremiah 29 11 there is a context in which it applies to us which is that our hope and our future is ultimately found in christ his sacrifice and therefore again our salvation so it goes back to that the promises of scripture that can be applied generally are always the eternal um spiritual heaven bound heavenward uh kind of thinking um and not so much our earthly very short life is but a, a blip mm. kind of perspective it's just very short-sighted to say oh well god's got a, a hope and a future for me and i'm gonna be healthy i'm gonna be wealthy and things are gonna be great and things are never gonna wrong that is just not biblical at all um and so we over apply jeremiah 29 11 and say well if things don't go well and something went wrong god screwed up god must have forgot about me or maybe i did something to cause god not to like bless me or like and this starts getting really really wonky when we start over applying those things to things that they're not supposed to be applied to yeah because we have we have the tendency a lot of times to uh, to apply the verses like that to uh, like you said to the world now to mm -hmm. our, our life right now i think part of it is out of a that's what we want. Mm -hmm. uh, we we want that in this life. We want to experience that in this life, uh, and it's also a a lack of vision into eternity, because because there's there's when God says that there's there's good things for us, that doesn't necessarily mean good things here. Right. Where where we don't we we don't store things up where where moths and rust destroy. Yep, that's... We're we're storing things up in in the kingdom. Yeah. Not this earth. Yep. So or this this earthly life that we're living right now. We're not storing things up for this life. We're storing things up for the next life. Mm -hmm. And so we you know, cuz you think about like like <laughs> it directly comes you, you have to directly confront how would a Christian who's experienced tremendous persecution right now in this life, you think of Christians in Iraq, Iran, right, right. Afghanistan, North Korea, China. Right. How does a Christian like that apply that verse yep. to now? Yep. They can't. Yep. So the general principle of, of you, you have the wrong interpretation of a scripture or you don't have the right gospel message. If that, interpretation of scripture or that gospel message you're giving can't be given to every single person. every single person in every, every part of the world at every every point of time yep you have the wrong one if if it can't be used in certain places at certain yeah. times yeah and so the way that a lot of western civilized people use jeremiah 29 11 it can't be used to a christian in north korea mm. and uh you know you look into um I have a number of commentaries and stuff on my shelf and I've one night I was just randomly looking at like, what do they have to say about Jeremiah 29, 11? Mm. A lot of them didn't even, 
didn't even say anything about it because it didn't it they just they just moved on it didn't mean anything to <laughs> it doesn't mean it's anything. literally one of those verses are like you read about bail was it balaam and the donkey yeah and it's like one of those passages like oh okay <laughs> like whatever <laughs> like it's just but, but we just... we grabbed onto it again in the in our modern yeah. mindset we grabbed onto it because we like words like well, prosper it's been yeah it's and been we twisted. like you know what i mean yeah. so yeah i mean it yeah uh matt chandler said something and this is more than the context like revelation but I, I think it's cool and it's similar to what you just mentioned he says again speaking specifically specifically of revelation he says it cannot mean for them or it cannot mean for us what it did not mean for them mm-hmm. and it goes back to that idea and again it's got to apply to all generations and that's how we should really be viewing those things um so i found that interesting another thing another one and i'll throw this out there and kind of land there um that i see in like with more i guess somewhat tied to the prosperity gospel people um but there's this movement i think as like an offshoot from prosperity gospel people and it's called like the new apostolic reformation um it's kind of the people that are like the name it and claim it like manifest it if i believe hard enough for it it's going to happen very popular yeah, it's, it's actually, I think a lot of people don't even realize they believe it. I think they think that's like normal. Kind of Christian or like orthodox. Christ, yeah, it yeah. kind of just slides into like, you know, uh, orthodox, what seemingly is orthodox Christianity. Um, but like a lot of that, I think I've found like they'll very much use the passage and the parable uh, of Jesus speaking to the fig tree. I think it was a parable. I don't even think it was like an actual thing. If I'm not mistaken. I think it was a... a I have to look that up. It's in Mark 11. No, it's no, no, but no, it's real. It wasn't a parable. <laughs> uh, so this actually happened, but Jesus curses a fig tree. Essentially what happens though, he's, he speaks to the fig tree. And then the next day, the fig tree is dead. He curses the fig tree. And then the next day, the fig tree is dead. And they'll like hang on that verse and say, well, that means you as a believer can just speak things and make it happen. Or like you twisting know, the phrase of "there's power in our words," right? Because there is, but you, right? And yeah. that, but but again, what is the scripture talking about when it says that? Like mm-hmm. in context, like and you just mentioned, in, which is where I was going to go. Proverbs uh, eighteen twenty one, death and life are in the power of the tongue. That whole passage is not about like, oh, if you say something, something's going to happen, or if you say something bad, it's not going to happen, or you're going to hurt something if you say something bad. Like that's not what that passage is talking about. It's literally talking about the impact your words have on people. Mm-hmm. And like you can edify, encourage people, or you can tear people down. And literally it's just saying, be careful with your tongue. You know, uh, there's other passage yeah. about like, you don't use the same, you know, how can you use the same mouth and lips that you uh, use to praise and honor me and then tear down your brother? Um, like that's the, mm-hmm. that's what the scripture is getting at when, when it's talking about the life and death being in the power of your tongue. Um, it's, it's about edification of a brother or sister. Or are you going to use it to tear down? Um, but you're not creating things. That is so blasphemous because the only person who has ever created anything with their voice, with their mouth, with speaking, is God. Read Genesis, um, the first several chapters of Genesis. So Ex nihilo. Ex nihilo, out of nothing. So um, we don't have that power. That puts us in a position that we're now calling ourselves godlike. Uh, which be careful because that's what Satan was doing <laughs> when he got shot out of heaven. So yeah. just just be a little careful with that. But um, yeah, it's just it's something. But again, it's not something people think deeply about too. They just kind of take it like it sounds spiritual. It sounds really faith driven, and that sounds like what we should be doing. Well, you know, not necessarily. We got to think about things a little bit deeper, and not even deeper. Just read the passage. Just know. I just mean, read the scripture and apply wisdom. 
Yeah. Which means read the context. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's wise. Yeah. So that's no, good stuff though. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really good stuff. 